enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm sharing two stories from our new bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Laughter is the Best Medicine. Two hilarious stories about parenthood. This is our first collection of stories devoted to humor. And I personally could not stop laughing as I edited the manuscript. Now, when we did this, we had no idea the coronavirus was coming. So I hope the book is viewed in the spirit with which it was conceived as a way to brighten your days. We certainly don't take the laughter is the best medicine phrase as a serious one. We don't want to make light of what's happening out there. And I am recording this episode on March 3rd, but you are listening to it in April. So in our first story, Cassidy Doolittle was caring for her two-year-old and saw that he was watching Baby Shark for the 80th time in a row on her husband's iPad. She was going to take the iPad away from him, but then it occurred to her that this would be a great time to take a shower in peace. She quietly backed out of the room and hurried toward the shower. She was basking in five whole minutes of uninterrupted, independent bathing when she heard a man's deep voice right outside the shower door. Steve? It boomed. Steve, is that you? Cassidy froze. Why was there a strange man in her bathroom at 10 in the morning asking for her husband? She searched the shower for some kind of weapon and grabbed a shampoo bottle. Then she reached to open the shower door so that she could attack the attacker first with her extra-large bottle of Pantene shampoo. But what she found when she flung open the door was not some scary guy asking for her husband, Steve, but her little son holding the iPad in his chubby hands. And the iPad was set to the FaceTime app on video, and Cassidy stood there naked on a live FaceTime video call with Randy from accounting. Steve, he said. Cassidy says, I have never stopped, dropped, and rolled so fast in all my life, slamming the glass door closed as I tumbled. The bottom of the shower was fogged with steam, so I crouched in the fetal position to be well hidden. I needed to end the call fast. I inched over to the door as Cody started cracking up at his mother's soapy crawl of shame. Before he could raise the iPad higher and reveal me through the steam, I gripped the shampoo bottle and shot my hand out the door, hitting the screen hard enough to knock it from his hands and smack it to the ground. I scrambled out, careful to keep a wide berth from the camera. I stretched out my arm as far as I could while my face pressed into the linoleum, and I slammed end on the screen. A few hours later, Cassidy's husband Steve got home and said, How was your day, Cass? And she replied, you need to quit your job. We're moving to Wyoming. What? I'll explain after I put the house on the market. Please pack a bag. Here's another story that makes me laugh every time I read it. In this one, Terry Burnett admits that it was all his fault. He's the kind of guy who likes everything to be done efficiently, on time, and properly, and he likes to get to places on time. He always tells his family exactly when they need to be in the car with all their bags and gear so they can leave at the correct time. He's just as precise about telling friends or family what time they'll arrive. And if they're a few minutes early, he'll drive around the block so that they arrive at the exact time he said. 
When Terry and his wife were raising their children in the country, there was a lot of driving required, sometimes for long distances. One long drive was to hockey practice, which was 30 miles away in the next town. And the drive involved a winding mountain road, and Terry had timed it to the minute. To save time, he would always have his son put on his hockey gear before they left on one of those drives. That way, he could burst out of the car ready to play when they arrived. Of course, his son Alex wasn't as good about getting ready as Terry would have liked, but he tried. So Terry would rush home from work, hope to find Alex ready to go, and they'd jump in the car and take off. One day, Terry got home, parked the car, and ran into the house to get a snack before they set off for hockey practice. He couldn't find Alex, but he went outside to back the car out of the driveway and get ready to take off. And then, as he was backing out, he saw that Alex had gotten into the back seat while he was in the house getting that snack. Terry was too angry about Alex being late to say anything to his son, but at least he was there, already wearing his helmet even. Terry stayed quiet and focused on driving a bit faster than usual, fearing they would be late, and he knew that Alex needed to make the most of every minute of his practice time on the ice. So he was driving along, and meanwhile, back at the house, another scenario was being played out. Apparently, Alex had come around the corner to meet his father in the driveway and found that the car wasn't there. He ran back in and told his mother that his father had left without him. But that didn't seem very likely. Why would he drive to hockey practice without Alex? Meanwhile, Terry was driving along, and when he was three-quarters of the way to practice, he cooled down enough that he was willing to talk to his son. So he glanced back in the rearview mirror to finally say something to Alex, who was already wearing his helmet, as we noted before, and he yelled out, What? Alex wasn't there. Where was he? Looking back, Terry saw that what he had thought was Alex's head with his helmet on was really a basketball sitting on the ledge under the rear window. Terry had managed to drive almost all the way to the town 30 miles away without his hockey player son. Terry says that he has never lived this down, but his wife sure has enjoyed telling the story to their friends. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Laughter is the best medicine. Come back for additional podcast episodes in the future, and you will hear more of these very funny stories. You can pick up a copy of the book at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Amazon, Kroger, and wherever else you like to get your books. Just look for The Laughing Alpaca on the front cover. Come back for our next episode to hear the last two stories I'll be sharing from Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Moms, because after all, Mother's Day is just around the corner. We'll be talking about modern, open-minded, funny grandmothers who truly inspire their grown grandchildren. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.